गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परब्रह्मा तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः नमो आदिरूपा ओंकारस्वरूपा Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. This week we have a special program. Ramesh Balsakar was a translator for the English language for Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj between the years 1979 and 1981. Many years ago I went to visit Ramesh in Bombay, where he shared his teaching, his concepts. This is one of two recordings that I have and I would like to share so, have you been thinking about what you heard yesterday? You have? Most definitely. Bad boy. <laughs> anyway, since you have been thinking, what is the result? Any questions? Any comments? Yes, this morning I watched myself moving and doing things with a large degree of peace. Yes. And there was a sense of I wasn't doing it. And what I was quietly astounded to perceive was... I like that. Quietly astounded. Yeah, was. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. My body was not full of tension. Yes. I was moving with very little energy. Yes. Doing what I was doing. Yes. Or what was happening. Let me correct you a little bit. I think what you said was, I found myself witnessing doing things. Isn't that right? Yes. What was really happening, Gilbert, is you were witnessing a body-mind organism through which something was being done. You were witnessing a body-mind organism called Gilbert was doing something. Something was being done more accurately through a body-mind organism called Gilbert. And that was being witnessed. Exactly as if Gilbert was witnessing something happening to some other body-mind organism. That's exactly right. Isn't that right? Yes. If you were witnessing somebody doing some action, yes. as he would think and the world would think, what you were doing is witnessing something happening through some other body-mind Then why should Gilbert witness something happening through this body-mind If Gilbert can watch something happening through this body-mind why shouldn't Gilbert witness something happening through this body-mind And in my concept, no difference. You see, but you think I am watching my body doing something. You see? Mm. 
what is happening is something happening to somebody is being witnessed. You know where the problem is? Gilbert says, Gilbert is witness. That is the problem. Gilbert can only observe and immediately judge something is right, something is wrong. But when you use the word witnessing and that is what happens, then Gilbert is not witness. Gilbert can only observe. The witnessing is always in person, not done by a Gilbert. That is the difference between observing and witnessing. Not just a mere play on words, vast difference. Gilbert observes something, and the way Gilbert is made, that's the body-mind organism, Gilbert observes something and instantaneously, intuitively judges something as good or bad. But when witnessing happens, it's an impersonal process. Okara Swarupa Sadguru Samartha Okara Swarupa Sadguru Samartha Anatha Shalata Tuzanamo 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 The ego says, I don't want to die. And you know what my answer is to the ego? To the ego I say, hey, with this sense of personal doership removed, you're not going to die. You will live as long as the body-mind organism you represent is alive. You will not die so long as the body-mind organism is alive. You will live. What is more, you will live with much more peace. Life will be much more peaceful. Not only will you live, but you will live with much more peace. Now do you have any objection to let go? And the ego says, no. (laughs) The ego thinks, Letting go means losing the identification with the name and form. So letting go does not mean losing identification with the body-mind organism as an independent entity. Only that it is an independent entity without the sense of personal doership. So the next question is, accepting that there is that there is no individual doer, either me or anyone else, and participating in life with this total acceptance that no one is a doer, how is that going to bring me the peace of nirvana? I told the ego, you will live with much more peace. With this sense of personal doership, gone. So the ego, the thinking mind, asks me, if I did let go, how will it enable me to live with the peace of nirvana while participating in life? <laughs> 
What is the answer given? What is the answer? The ego says, you promised me peace in life. You see? So I want you to tell me how, if I let go that I am the doer, if I truly, if, and his, the ego says, I am not saying, I have already accepted. I still want to know what you promised. You see, the ego says, I am not letting go. But I'm, what I am asking is, if I am able to let go, you said, I will not only live, but I live with much more peace, the peace of nirvana. So how can I live my life, that means participate in life, and still have the peace of nirvana? Participating in life means sharing in the dukkha of samsara. So if I still have to continue to share in the dukkha of samsara, which is the unhappiness of life, how do you say that I can have peace? See? And the answer to the ego is this. At the moment, what prevents the peace of nirvana from happening while you are participating in life? Agree? Sometimes there is pleasure, sometimes there is pain. Sometimes there is the pleasure of success, sometimes the, the pain of failure. Sometimes the hurt happening because of action from some, someone else. That still continues. Because participation in life means this. So along with that, how can the peace of nirvana happen? So, what I want you to find out is, what is it that prevents the peace of nirvana from happening while participating in life? This is, this is a specific question. This personal sense of doership. Frankly, Gilbert, what I am doing is trying not to escape from any question the ego can put up. This is a valid question, you see. So the answer is this. What is it that prevents the peace of nirvana from happening while you are participating in life and had to accept whatever happens in life at the moment, sometimes happiness, sometimes unhappiness, to use the basic word. So while accepting the happiness or unhappiness of the moment, how can I have the peace of nirvana? So my answer is, what prevents you now from enjoying the peace of nirvana? Where is the block? What prevents you from enjoying the peace of nirvana? What prevents you from enjoying the peace of nirvana is the enormous, awesome load of sin and guilt and hatred that you bear. A thought comes. Most of the thoughts that come from the past, just think, they would refer to 
either. What a wonderful man I am. What a wonderful deed I did. So try. That the ego doesn't mind very much. But for every one thought of pride, there are ten thoughts. I wish I hadn't done it. I did that and therefore I suffered. I did that and therefore so many others suffered. My family suffered, my friends suffered. I gave a bad investment advice to my friends and I told them, I have invested in it myself. The thing went wrong. I lost money. My friends lost money. I wish I had done it. You see, so most of the thinking that happens from the past, I wish I had done it, which is guilt. Awesome load of guilt. Or what is the other kind of thinking? I mean, investigate this guilt and you'll find that this is true. Thoughts which bother you from the past, either I wish I hadn't done it or he did that to me and I hate him. I've still not been able to deal with him. I'm waiting for the day when I shall have the pleasure of rubbing his nose in dirt. I hate him. I am so much more intelligent and yet he has more money than I have. Envy, jealousy. So what I am saying is, while participating in life, while accepting whatever happens in the moment, the real problem is not what happening in the, in the moment, but the awesome load of pride and guilt and sin and hatred and jealousy and envy. Think for yourself, your own experience. What is it that prevents the peace of nirvana from happening? Not the unhappiness of the moment, because your experience is whatever the unhappiness, it goes, it doesn't last for long. Nothing lasts. That's the memory. So what is the memory which causes the loss of peace? The memory which has caused you to wear an enormous load of pride and guilt and hatred and jealousy and envy, isn't it? So, what I'm promising the ego is that the total acceptance that you are not the doer gets rid of this awesome load of pride and guilt 
and hate and jealousy and envy. You know how it happens, Gilbert? Oh, simple enough. Anyway, you heard it yesterday. I, you see, because that's all I do. Repeat the same thing day after day. So how do I get that total understanding that I'm not the doer? Then I tell the ego, if I tell you, or even if God tells you, you will say it's a concept. That's what you believe. How do I know? How do I know? It's your opinion, your belief, your concept. So the ego tells me. It's your belief, your opinion, your concept. Not the truth for me. So I agree with you. The only way you will be able to accept this concept is from personal experience. Only then will you agree that that is the truth. Why? Because I have seen it from my own experience. I have found it from my own experience. You see? So how does the ego find out from his own experience that he is not the doer? Observation? Yes. First, he has to do, all he has to do is go over his past experience. Past, think of any of the, let's say, big, big events which have happened. How much control did, did he have? Any of the big events. But that is past. That doesn't have that weight in the present experience. So the ego has to find out from present experience that he is not the doer. So for that, I suggest the only spiritual practice which I recommend. And that is, at the end of... Now, when I say that is the only spiritual practice I recommend, I do not mean that I discard the other practices. Please, understand. I'm not discarding the other... I'm not saying, don't do what you have been doing. Please remember, the only practice, spiritual practice I would recommend is, at the end of the day, take 20-30 minutes off, sit back, think of any action, one or more, that you are absolutely certain you did that day. Any action that you are absolutely sure it was your action. Investigate. Find out how much control did you have over something which you think is your action. And if the investigation is thorough and honest, every single time I guarantee the ego will come to the conclusion, I thought it was my action. But it turns out on investigation that it is not. So what is the investigation? The ego says, how did the action begin? Did I out of the blue decide to do something and I did it? Would be your action. How did the action begin? That is how the ego comes to the conclusion from a thorough and honest investigation. And Gilbert, you know the bottom line? <laughs> the bottom line is that investigation cannot happen 
unless it is the will of God. गुरुर् ब्रह्मा गुरुर् विष्णु गुरुर् देवो महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परब्रह्मा तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः नमो आदि रूपा ओंकार स्वरूपा विश्वाचिय रूपा मायबापा तुझिया सते ने तुझे गुण गावो तेने सुखी राहु सर्वगाड़ा तुझी श्रोता तुझी वक्ता न्यानासी अंजना सर्वा होने जाने तुझा तुकामणे ये ते नाही मीतू पना स्तवावेते कवना कवनालागी नमो आदिरूपा ओंकारस्वरूपा विश्वाचियरूपा मायबापा Ramesh Balsaka touched many lives over many years. Hundreds and thousands made their way to see Ramesh in Bombay. He also travelled to other parts of the world to share his concepts. You've been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.